Um, I'm doing okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got like school going on, but I'm only taking two courses just because, you know, thought I was going to skate. <laughs> yeah. What are you taking? I'm taking Spanish and English. <laughs> so that's an looking, interesting yeah. combo of courses. <laughs> what do you want to do? Um, so I'm majoring in business and commerce, I think. I want to do like business management. Um, yeah. So this is required courses, taking Spanish. <laughs> oh, fun. Is it hard? <laughs> Not really, because it's like beginners. It's like for people yeah. who like never even seen the language, which is me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not do it in high school? No, I took French. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I sucked <laughs> it. So I was like, you know what? Let's try something new. Let's switch it up a little bit. <laughs> cool. Are you liking it? Yeah, I like it so far. Um, yeah. Our tests are all open book. So that's a, it's a nice, nice little added bonus. <laughs> and I'm at Langara uh, right now. Um, just so I can get my diploma because I was in kin at SFU. So I transferred out, switched majors. So now I'm going to get a diploma and then transfer into a third year into UBC, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go to UBC. I'm at UBCO. So are you? How do you like (laughs) it? I love it. Yeah. I'm doing a bachelor of science and I'm doing creative writing, psychology and bio right now. Oh my God. That sounds, that actually sounds so cool. Like I'm actually like jealous of your course load. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm not just saying that. I think that's actually really dope. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Come to UBCO. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's such a nice campus. Like it's super small. It's not like crazy and like nice, like intimate. Yeah. Not like UBC out here. (laughs) Yeah. The one, yeah. The one in Vancouver is massive. Hey, it's, it's a little chaotic. Yeah. I've been there couple of times I'm like girl I don't know how anyone goes to school here like they have to just like run across like the whole freaking city to go to their like I don't know their other class it's crazy yeah it just seems so like crazy busy like I I couldn't do it yeah for real (laughs) yeah I just I just wanted to say like I think you starting a podcast and talking about like you know like uh, mental health like body image and skating I I love that I'm all for it I think it's so impressive so like I just want to thank you for like asking me to like come on your podcast I think it's incredible I'm I'm very excited <laughs> that's awesome have your parents like always been like supportive of like you skating and like all yeah. your goals and all the sacrifice it takes oh, to yeah. get to where you are yeah, they have. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of that. They've, uh, they've really sacrificed quite a lot. Um, we like sold our house a couple years ago and moved into a smaller place just to pay for skating and stuff like that. So they had to give that up. Um, and I'm an only child. So a lot of so all the attention is kind of like going to me and all the money is going into me, which I think that that like helps, you know, with paying for skating and, and stuff like that. And all their support, like they're able to like, just like focus on one kid, I guess. Uh, but like they've sacrificed a lot. Um, they're both teachers. They've got pretty stable jobs. Um, like we're not allowed. We we not sorry. It's not like we weren't allowed. We weren't able to take like family vacations and stuff like that, which I'm sure you know they really wanted to do. And now, like when I told my parents that I was retiring, my dad like hopped on like Expedia <laughs> and was like, "Flight to Hawaii." <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do with all this extra money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because so many like people don't know, like skating is so expensive. Yeah, it's like insane. (laughs) It's like no joke, like this sport. Oh, my goodness. It's like a money drainer sport. (laughs) You don't really get much. You don't really make much money. But 
I know. <laughs> and it's what like not know? just, yeah, it's not just like the actual like skating. It's like the training, like the off ice, like the physiotherapy. Like there's so much more that goes into it than just the actual skating. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's expensive for I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Looking into going to Kona, um, but we're trying to figure out like the scheduling, stuff like that, because my parents are teachers, right? So they have spring break off, which is the middle of March, but my spring break, cause I'm in college is like, like the end of February for some yeah. reason. Um, so then we're, we're trying to make that work. Um, who knows? Maybe I think it'd be nice doing lectures on the beach than in oh, my bedroom. Yeah. So if I have to bring homework with me, so be it. But yeah, yeah. hopefully we're going to go on vacation soon. It'd be nice to travel and not have to like stress out about doing a long, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just actually get to like relax and recover. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah make up for the 15 years of stress (laughs) speaking of like competitions where's like been your favorite place to like travel for a competition that that is such a good question and honestly my answer changes like every single time (laughs) um if I were to say if I were to pick a place like just like the city I would say Yokohama I went to Japan five or six years ago now um that was pretty, that was pretty dope. Um, but if I have to say my favorite experience is probably I, when I went to Warsaw, just like, it was a great city, but I had really great teammates. So the whole experience was just super elevated and it was, it was pretty awesome. But yeah, I've got to say my top two are Yokohama and Warsaw. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Uh, It's, it's a complete different, um, culture there. I mean, like where I was staying, everything was kind of in walking distance, but I honestly, I barely saw any cars on the road. Everyone took public transit. They took the train, they walked. It's just like a completely different environment there. And it's nice to kind of experience a contrast between, you know, living in Canada and like living for a little bit in Japan. Yeah, that's so cool. Are the people like super nice there too? Yeah, like they have very, the best fans respectful. in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was actually crazy. I remember um, I did my long and I was a probably about like six seconds into the program and then the whole audience just started like clapping like to the music and I was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like it was it was so crazy and like it was a sold out um arena too like the fans are they're so loving and so supportive and it's it's so great there um that's amazing yeah it's it's a it's a totally different environment it was it was pretty cool to experience program that you've ever done my favorite program is my Titanic long program. Oh, yeah. I, just, I skated yeah. to Titanic too. Did you? <laughs> yeah. When? In like pre-novice. So like oh I, I know the feel. Yeah, you know the feeling, right? <laughs> you like, yeah. like channel rose and like all the emotions and yeah, yeah it just like you get like, like consumed by the music. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's my favorite program. Even like to this day, like if I could go back in time, I would totally do that program for like another season. I just, just love it. <laughs> um, I had a Zoom call with Joanne and it was about like an hour and a half long. And I, I wrote this like five page, like, like double, double-sided uh, note just to, just to tell her everything and like where I was coming from, because, you know, I like owe it to her. I feel like it kind of came out of the blue. If I just, you know, called her and was like, Hey, I'm not coming back ever. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so I, I kind of had to um, explain everything and she was really good about it. Obviously she wants me to be happy and, you know, I think she, she thinks that I, I'm not really finished. Like I could go a bit longer, but I think deep down, like, you know, this is the right decision for me. And, you know, if my heart's not in it, 
anymore, then it doesn't feel right to just, you know, take up other people's time and um, take up other people's energy when it could be going to skaters who, you know, are really, who are still like invested in the sport. So, you know, one bad skate, one bad competition, that's okay, you can come back from it. And then I would come back from it, but then it would, it would just go like up and down and stuff like that. And I'm trying to figure out like, why am I not happy anymore? Like, maybe I can try different hobbies. Like I can, you know, try to distract myself a little bit from the sport, take my mind off of things, but nothing was really working. So it, it kind of forced me to really dig deep and just ask myself, is this, is this worth it anymore? Like if I'm waking up dreading training and if, if I don't want to go to sleep because I know I have to skate tomorrow, like, is that, is that really healthy? You know, and I just, I have to kind of, you know, put aside put aside like the successes in skating because if I'm if I'm skating and I'm not producing the results that give me the successes then I don't think competing is really worth it anymore because it's just it's making me just more and more like upset and um I get more hard on myself and it's been it's been quite um a long decision I would say I've been thinking about this honestly again like for the past two years and just every competition kind of validates um, my reasonings as to why I feel like this and you know it took me a while to put like two and two together and to say like okay I think I think I'm at the end of the line like I I think this is where I need to pull the plug just just for my own mental health in the sport so um yeah my coaches have been really great they've all been reaching out um just check up on me be like how's the adjustment back to normal life and I'm like I don't know kind of freaking out but (laughs) what is normal life (laughs) exactly like what is normal life like wake up eat sleep eat like (laughs) yeah (laughs) right (laughs) yeah well I think like you know yourself the best and I think it's so brave what you did to prioritize your mental health I was like mentally just really not doing okay I was crying every day and it was just not a good time I really wanted to quit and then winning nationals you know it was great right but I felt like I had to keep going and I was ready to just hang up my skates after this nationals but after after winning it I was like I can't stop now it's it's not fair to like you know the federation and to everyone supporting me and you know and to myself too so I'm like I want to see like how far I can take this Um, but then, you know, the season kind of stopped there because of COVID and then the pandemic happened. And honestly, like, you know, I'm going to call it the first round of COVID in 2020. (laughs) We're into like round three at this point, but you know, first round of COVID. Yeah. Right. Honestly, I'm going to lose fingers. I don't even know how many, (laughs) how many waves we've had, but, (laughs) but, um, yeah, like going back to like the, the first round of COVID, everything was, everything shut down and competitions were canceled. And I was like, okay, I can take this time to like regroup my feelings and, you know, really think about skating if it's worth it. And all that time off, I think kind of was a little motivating. So I was like, okay, I can, there's a little break. Like I finally have time to breathe and stuff like that. Um, and then I broke my foot twice that year. (laughs) So then I the same injury, like twice. (laughs) I didn't learn the first time, apparently. Like on the same jump. Yeah. On a lot. Like my blade just went like right through my foot twice, (laughs) once in June, then it was healed and it happened again. And I was like, great. Love this for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) Uh, But like, you know, trying to make comebacks after that, 
it, it gets a little it gets a little difficult when you when you do it twice you're like mm. <laughs> again <laughs> is this a sign <laughs> yeah is, is this a, is this a sign i've been i've been waiting for <laughs> um and then so i'm gonna sort of like kind of go off track a little bit into like body image stuff like that sorry i'm kind of like all over the place this oh is like, no it's totally this is like okay. how I, this is my <laughs> thoughts and like i just speak out loud but trying to make him come back like after i've been off the ice twice like obviously i'm gonna i gained weight a little bit like when you don't exercise and then um I've just I got a lot of pressure to like lose weight and like you don't look good on the ice like you're you look fat like all of this stuff like that really didn't help like my mental health and stuff like that it's awful yeah right like trying to make a comeback because I'm injured and trying to make a comeback because I've gained like god (laughs) since the beginning of the pandemic up until my second injury I gained like eight pounds it was it's quite a bit and I was just like I don't know if I can get back to the weight I was when I won nationals and it's like just being at a certain weight and just seeing the number because I had to weigh myself every morning on the scale and I it got to a point where I couldn't even go to skating without knowing the number on my scale like I just needed that number to just be like okay like even though I would eat the same thing every day like I wouldn't like binge or like anything stuff like that I just need to know that the number is just going to be there and I think that it's just such a toxic way to go about your mornings (laughs) and that was in 2020 so then (laughs) was that leading into nationals um that this was like leading into the nationals that was canceled uh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, sorry, I backtracked so much. <laughs> yeah. And then they canceled nationals and I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was not in shape and I was my programs. I haven't trained programs. So I was injured and I had to lose eight pounds, which to this day still haven't lost eight pounds, but we don't have to worry about it anymore. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. But I would say like the pandemic and also everything shutting down, like um, I'm I really rely on my friends and to kind of like bring me happiness and stuff like that, just because I feel like being an only child, like I'm, I'm always by myself and I'm stuck at home or I'm like, you know, with my parents who are 40 years older than me. So like, they can't really relate to me. So I really, I really kind of, yeah, like I rely on sort of other people and like human interaction. So when COVID like shut all that down, I was really kind of stuck with like myself, which like I was already going a little stir crazy as a, as like everyone else being at home. Um, but like, like having this balance, especially like going back to training when rinks opened up and just skating became like my entire life. And I wasn't really able to escape that. Whereas before, like if I'm having a bad day at the rink, like no problem. I can go to school the next day. I can go see my friends on the weekend. Like it's like, I've got other things to focus on, but especially with like the pandemic, just, it hasn't made things easier. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. No, that's so true. Like when you lose this like social connection that you're so used to for so long and like it's you don't realize it until it's gone. Yeah, like you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. It's like you don't know you're in the good old days until you've moved past them. Yeah, exactly. And like when you're focused, like when school goes online and you can't, you're told not to like see your friends and have this community and like all you're left with is like your sport and your training. And yeah, it's like, it's so draining when that's all like your only focus. So Mm -hmm. I, I think balance is so important. And my parents have been so good with 
making sure I have a balanced life. And yeah, that's that's great. That's yeah. Honestly, like I would say, I would say, like in sport, just finding a healthy like sport life balance is absolutely crucial. Especially, I feel as you you go through your like teenage years, you're going into like you're going to become a young adult. Like you need to find this balance, so it's kind of like you don't feel like you're missing out in life, even though you know you spend majority of your day at the rink. You you can still kind of experience like growing up. Yeah, totally. I think that's so important with like you not only as a skater but you as a person like we're mm-hmm. I think like athletes like we're so viewed as like these just like machines and I just think especially in figure skating like mental health isn't talked about enough like how it yeah. should be talked about mm-hmm. and I just know so many skaters who are like struggling with it or have struggled with it like anxiety depression eating disorders and it's just like where do we draw the line and say like this needs to be talked about change needs to happen like where do we draw the line where like enough is enough like you need to start prioritizing yourself because it's like your skating career is just going to be such a small fraction of your life and I guess I'm trying to say like if you if you develop like unhealthy habits and like you know when it comes to like eating or, you know, you, you battle with anxiety, depression, like all of that, like that stuff is going to carry with you once you transition out of the sport. So now you've got to deal with kind of like PTSD from figure skating into your real life. And I think, and that transition is just going to be really difficult. And even for me, like, um, I wouldn't say like, I, I would, I like depressed or I have anxiety. I mean, I do have a little bit of that I would say like while I was still skating but now that I don't skate it's been a lot better but um sort of my whole attitudes towards eating and stuff like that because it's just been so warped over the past couple years with like body image and like what I can and can't eat and like oh my goodness like I can't eat past a certain time because I have to get weighed in the morning like you know like stuff it just kind of it just like kind of messed me up and um I remember last week I was like I kind of caught myself restricting my foods and I was like, wait, like, I don't have to do that anymore. Like, I I think I need to learn to be okay to kind of like facing like fear foods. Like the other day I had an entire box of fuzzy peaches and they were unreal. Like they were so good. And I was like, oh my God, like people just, people just go to like Chevron and buy snacks and they just eat them. And I like, to me, like, that's such a weird concept because I feel like I can't have a snack unless I'm physically doing something to burn off the calories. Like that's what I've been kind of taught. Yeah. And I, and like food is just fuel. Like you don't eat to, you don't, you don't eat to get pleasure from it. Like it's to, I mean, to a certain extent you need to fuel yourself, but you know, like just letting yourself go loose and having like mac and cheese and fettuccine Alfredo and stuff like that. And you know, just being able to enjoy food. And I, and like, it's, it's quite an adjustment for me still. Cause I'm like, okay, like I had like a big meal last night. Maybe I'll skip breakfast. Like it, it's so toxic. And I'm really yeah. trying to um, kind of like battle that and be like, no, like you deserve to eat three meals a day. You deserve to eat snacks. You deserve to eat whatever you feel like eating, like go eat that chocolate bar. Like go and enjoy life because like I have been restricting all these foods for so many years and you know it's it's weird because normal people don't do that and now as I transition into a normal person out of the sport 
like it's just it's such a weird it's just a weird concept to me yeah which is very very normal to everyone else so I think like you know I'm, I'm kind of glad that I was able to recognize how the sport has affected my eating and my my self-image of what I look like and before I kind of went overboard because I'm I'm lucky like I've never had like an eating disorder like I've never had to uh, deal with any of that and I honestly like I can't even speak on behalf of those who have had eating disorders because I, I just don't know what it's like but like from my like perspective I, I'm glad it didn't develop into an eating disorder because I would again like I'd have to be dealing with that as I move out of the sport and that's like the same with like mental health and you know stuff like that yeah with mental health like that sticks with you for your entire life it doesn't just end in skating exactly yeah so yeah just like prioritizing that while you're still training um I think that needs to be more of like something that's talked about more and prioritized a lot more mm-hmm. like and I not kind of yeah like I think you know um organizations like federation should put should invest more money into kind of like reaching out to every single athlete and maybe having more resources or you know, reducing like the stigma around like mental health and like maybe having, um, maybe educating like all the coaches more and just, just being like, you know, if your student's having an off day and like clearly they're in tears on the ice, maybe, maybe not yell at them. I, I'm not saying like, you know, like my <laughs> coaches did that, but you know, I think it would help if, you know, if everyone was just a little more educated, because I think in, in this day and age, especially like for our generation, like having depression, anxiety, like all of that, it's very, very common. And I feel like the older generations don't really understand that. And they would kind of label us as weak or like we're asking for attention and stuff like that. And then we kind of learn to suppress those feelings. So we're keeping them all inside and, you know, it, it boils up and, and then one day we're all just going to snap and stuff like that. And that's sadly like the breaking point that I know so many athletes are, kind of at or they're going to reach soon um so I think you know just spreading more awareness and just like talking about it more and like maybe having maybe having a lot more conversations about this will bring other athletes to come forward and maybe talk about like their feelings and you know try to get help so then we can just help as many athletes like as possible and like you know bring light to this topic yeah totally and just having a community where you feel safe and you feel heard when you do open up about your struggles and because no one's perfect, everyone is going through things. I think just making it okay to talk about it. 264 million people in the world are struggling with like depression or anxiety, like since the pandemic. And it's all sorts of people. Like it's, you know, people who work in offices, like doctors, nurses, and then you have professional athletes and it just, it's everyone like in general, right? It's just, it's just crazy kind of the pressure and everything that came from like winning nationals really it's real. it's sad but like it really took away the joy of skating you know because I before I won nationals I would just go out there and just do my thing and try to do my best and skate and like love it and appreciate it and no one was expecting anything from me but now like winning nationals and now you're the forever Canadian champion it's like there's always going to be this expectation of you and and everyone knows like kind of your potential and because you, you set a bar when you win nationals and anything under it, everyone's going to be like talking about it. Right. So it's like, yeah. 
after one nationals, like I went to four continents. It wasn't great. I went to the Hague. It, it was all right. You know, not the most lovely long program, but I, I went there to get the score. We got the score. I was done, but it's like, I couldn't do anything after winning nationals without criticism online and stuff like that. And everyone watching me now, like everyone wants to know how I'm doing. And now people are chasing me and I'm not, I wasn't used to that because I was always chasing other people and it's, it's fun. It's fun chasing people. But now when everyone's chasing you and everyone's hoping they're like wishing on your downfall, they want you to skate bad so they can beat you. You know, it's like, that's not great. (laughs) It's like, yeah, now I can't really skate and kind of enjoy it because I'm like, okay, I have pressure from so-and-so I have to do well here. Like I need a place in the top, whatever. I need to get a certain amount of points. And it's like, you lose the joy of skating. So that's when I kind of started, you know, losing the love for competing and, and the sport yeah. in a way. Cause it's like all of my, all the love I want to show on the ice, it's getting covered by just the media and like everything is just being thrown on top of that. And it's, it's hidden. So, you know, I think that that really contributed to me sort of, you know, falling out of love with competing and my heart not really being in it anymore, just because it just became way more stressful instead of enjoyable. Yeah. So that, I mean, it settled down during the pandemic because we weren't competing and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the season after, so like last, I guess this past season, like it's just, there's just like a lot of media attention and it's just, again, like, I'm just like not used to it. And I, I prefer to just, you know, fly under the radar a little bit and not have everything I do just, you know, in the limelight. And it's, it's a little, a little too intense for me. So the more competition I do and the more spotlight on it, the more pressure there is, like my heart slowly, you know, starts to like, you know, retreat a little bit. And yeah. then the love, the sport dies out and then my heart's not long, no longer in it. Then it just becomes just stressful and it kind of feels like a chore. Yeah. Know? If I'm not having a good day, I can like smile and like fake my way through it and eventually like the smile becomes genuine and then I'm having a good time. Um, but then it just like, I kind of reach a breaking point. Like before my free programs at competition, it's kind of like I suddenly have so much doubt and it's just, I have this pit in my stomach that it's going to go horribly and I keep trying so hard to fight it but it just won't go away and then I don't know it's just I that constant feeling I've been having this whole season like just you know it it was it was a little it was it was a little difficult at times but you know like there were there were some good moments and um I mean obviously not enough to go another season or continue um competitively um, but who knows, maybe I'll learn to skate for fun in a, in a year or so, just hop on an empty session. And cause I do love skating. I still do. I, I love jumping and just being free on the ice. It was just all the, all the pressure just kind of got to me, you know, and then there's a lot of, a lot of factors that influence my decision to stop competing. Yeah. Um, but I still do love the sport a lot. Yeah. Like, do you feel like it just became a job? It didn't become something you do because you love it. It was kind of like, okay, I have to go to the rink, do my job because these people are counting on me. I have to do this and this. Yeah, like it pains me to say, but honestly, like it just, it really felt like I, again, like it was a job, like it was a chore. Like I was like, okay, I can't do anything Monday to Friday because I have to skate. And like, I love training. I love coming to the rink. It's it's a great environment. I love all the people there, but it's really internal. That was 
stopping me from kind of like expressing my best self on the ice. Like I had so many just like mental blocks, like just things I was just battling with on a daily basis. And I was trying to like fight off my feelings, but like they were really strong. And, but I just, I just felt like my only days of the week that I could really, you know, be happy was Saturday and Sunday because I didn't have to skate. And it's, it's really sad to admit that, but it's, it's the truth. And, you know, I think I got to be honest about that because just my, my passion just kind of died out over the past year, I would say. Um, Yeah. Like it just felt like I was coming to the rank to live, to live through someone else's dream. Like I felt like I wasn't skating for myself anymore. I felt like I was, I was just skating for like my parents, my coaches, federation, everyone who was supporting me. I didn't want to disappoint them. I didn't want to let them down. And even though I didn't want it anymore, I knew that they wanted it more than me. So I felt like I had to owe it to them to just, you know, get out there every day and like get on the ice and run my programs because it's like my responsibility to, to, to do so. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that you <laughs> went through that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, saying that I have to deal with it like that sounds really bad like it's really like <laughs> like no no, no. <laughs> a moment um where I kind of realized I still love skating and stuff like that I would say it was it was after worlds of last year so I had to come back quarantine for two weeks pure bliss no skating no nothing just lying in bed for two weeks it was awesome um nice. but I was coming <laughs> I was coming back to the rink and you know it was like the start of a new season it's kind of exciting so I was like I can leave all of the memories all the unenjoyable moments in 2020 and I can look forward to this season and new programs and um you know like a new training plan like we can work on new elements like fun times so like I had I had a really good ride for a couple months like the summer was great I actually really enjoyed skating the summer again because you know COVID kind of the restrictions lifted so I was able to find that balance which really which I really depend on um so I would say probably from like April to about the end of August I loved that period of time I loved skating so much and I was like excited to come to the rink and all that stuff and then I guess September like the restrictions came back and then it was kind of like I was losing that balance and then skating was going a little downhill because I was like I couldn't find a balance and I wasn't training as well and then competitions like wasn't doing that great uh so yeah, then it kind of it kind of snowballed after that, I would say, and then it really, it really kind of hit its low, probably like in December, and then that's when I made the decision. I was like, okay, nationals is going to be my last one. So I already, I already kind of made that decision before I even competed. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you tied like for most of your career? Do you think you tied your self worth to your results at competitions? Because I know like for me, I like always did that. And I think yeah. there's so many athletes and figure skaters, like not just in the sport of skating, but in so many other sports, like elite athletes, they tie so much of their self-worth and like who they are as like literally like a human being to like, if I win this competition or not, mm-hmm. like yeah. or if I have a bad day at training or if I pop this jump or if I don't do a clean program, I'm a shitty person. Yeah. And I think yeah. we do that so much. And 
it's just so harmful to it our is, mental health. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's it's so toxic. It's so harmful. It's like my whole personality became figure skating. And now that, you know, I haven't skated for two weeks, I'm able to kind of, you know, try to find other hobbies and like realize that like I can talk to other people without bringing up skating. Like I can talk to my skating friends and not have a conversation about like what I did on the ice. So that kind of made me realize that skating really had a bigger impact like off the ice and in my social relationships than I thought like even like my own self-image like I would feel like if I did a bad program on the ice like I didn't want anyone to look at me for the rest of the day like I couldn't I couldn't even go into ballet and like I just I was like I don't want anyone to look at me like I feel like a failure like I feel horrible and it's like if I have a bad competition like I just want to crawl into a hole and just like hibernate for six months you know and it's just like I know so many athletes go through that and like you said like a lot of people like base their self-worth and on what they do in the sport and I think just realizing that you are so much more than what you do in your sport and you're so much you have so much more value than like landing a triple flip you know like you were like there's more to you like as a person than yeah like winning this competition for you who skating was your whole life it's going to be a tough transition for you to find yourself again and find like you're going to feel lost like I'm sure you feel lost like and you had yeah you retired like two two weeks ago (laughs) yeah yeah okay I would say I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna call it a week because the last week I'm not gonna count because it was just like you know I'm like running on adrenaline of like telling everyone and I'm like I have control over my life again like this is great (laughs) and like this week I'm kind of like settling in and it's it's a weird feeling it's like I feel like I don't belong anywhere that's like I Mm -hmm. can't I feel like I can't relate to figure skaters anymore because it's like you know we're not on the same page like they're going off and competing or doing new elements and I'm like I've you know closed that door but it's like I can't really relate to people who aren't in the sport and who are just students or who are just working because it's like I don't have that experience that you have like I spent 15 years in an ice rink you know I don't I don't really know what's out there so it's kind of like it's I would say it's kind of nice because now I, I, I get time to like figure myself out and like what I want to do with my life and if I want to you know try any new hobbies or like find new interests and like really kind of stepping out of my everyday routine because I I'm a routine person and it's kind of like oh I I skated bad in the shirt so I can't wear it but now I can wear that shirt you know what I'm saying it's like little <laughs> yeah. things like that yeah. and it's like it's it's a nice little adjustment because I'm letting myself be free now and like just making decisions because I want to do them not because anyone else is kind of telling me to do that and just this overall feeling of control is it's a great feeling because I've I feel like I just I haven't had control of anything over the past two years so just getting the reins of that back is quite empowering I would say (laughs) that's amazing I'm so glad to hear you're doing well what are like your future plans do you or you're just kind of taking it day by day (laughs) I mean, future plans, huh? (laughs) That's a big question. That's a big question, (laughs) but like, no, it's a good one because it's like career-wise, like I can start working on my career and stuff like that. Like I really want to get into, my dream job would be like luxury event planning or just event planning in general, just being in charge of 
something. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I could totally see you doing that. Yeah. Just like, just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like skating, like, you know, I've had all this stress and pressure. So I need a job that kind of mimics that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like kind of makes in a healthy, in a healthy, healthy and good way. Yes, yes. In a healthy way. But it's like, if I could run an event, like, I don't know if it's like a, a lux- I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it's like, if I can run an event to make other people happy, that's going to make me happy. And like, I can have the stress of like the whole event, like on my shoulders, like that, that would actually just be so incredible and like rewarding for me. And it's different than skating, but it's like, I feel like I have control over the situation. Whereas in skating, it's like, you can train so well going into an event and then the long program or like whatever program you do can just you know go to go to shit yeah (laughs) and it's and it sucks and it's like that's kind of what do I what I've been feeling but anyways enough about that the shitty (laughs) feeling (laughs) let me tell (laughs) you no negativity (laughs) we don't need that we don't need that anymore nay nay (laughs) oh my gosh yeah but like I'm excited now because I'm like I have so much time I can go like do interns at places I can volunteer like I can I can, you know, take different courses. Like I, like literally after the zoom call, I'm going to go buy a skateboard because I've always wanted to go and skateboard. And I'm like, I don't have to worry about hurting myself because I don't got to skate. So I'm like, let's go. Like, <laughs> Please be safe though. I will be safe. I, I will go and buy a helmet and all the yeah. protective equipment. We don't need, <laughs> really we don't need good. another broken foot, please. Oh God. Oh God. You've had God enough forbid injuries. We break another bone. Oh, <laughs> So what is your favorite guilty pleasure food? <laughs> I want to know oh this. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Mine's <Ooh>. ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh girl, I love ice cream too. But if I have to say, it's got to be like either mac and cheese or like fettuccine Alfredo. Ooh. Like just super like fattening cheesy pasta <laughs> that just like gives you a hug everywhere and just, yeah. oh my God. Right after oh. nationals, I went straight to Whole Foods and I was like, where's the mac and cheese? <laughs> oh my gosh I love Whole Foods too we don't have one in Kelowna so like when we travel no no oh my god yeah so every time we go to Vancouver we always spend way too much money at Whole Foods (laughs) like it's concerning how much we spend (laughs) yeah like at Nationals they had uh Whole Foods across the street and that was that did a number on my bank account But it's all healthy. It's healthy. It's all so. healthy, right? Yeah, no, I'm eating all the I'm like, oh, it's Whole Foods. It's like, it's, it's for skinny people. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can buy like the most unhealthiest thing at Whole Foods, but it's like healthy because it's from Whole exactly. Foods. Exactly. So I like I bought a bag of cookies. And I was like, oh, it's organic. <laughs> uh, well, so good catching up with you. Yeah, this is so fun. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love it. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Like this is this is incredible. Like I can't wait to watch you grow and I can't wait to see like where you're going to take this and girl, I always got you. But here I come. Push it to the limit, I can't go no more. Red light no way I'm coming back home. Long dirt road all on my own. I'm gonna be the greatest from my name in the song.